I'm Nobilis Reed from the Nobilis Erotica podcast at nobilis.libson.com, and you're listening to The Melting Podcast. You're listening to The Melting Podcast, a writing variety show featuring a little of everything from everyone, everywhere. I don't always open podcasts, but when I do, it's the Melting Podcast. I get it. <laughs> it's episode 30, everyone. Aw, that's almost as many episodes as you are old. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. That's how old I turned on episode one. <gasps> Meta. Yeah. So anyway, I'm your head chef, AF Grappen. I'm your grill mistress, Erin Kazmark. And we are awesome. We are so awesome. We're so awesome that we don't even have a story for you this episode, guys. I think that's the opposite of awesome. Yeah, I think you got a little confused there. Yeah, well, that happens. It's all right, Chef. I forgive you. Thank you. But we do have some fun stuff for you this episode. Of course. Well, Balticon just happened. I just returned. (laughs) I know, it was so miserable without you there. I missed you. I'm sorry. Hey, it's not your fault. It's, it's Theo's fault. It's Theo's fault because he got you pregnant. Right. Yeah. Blame the dish boy. Blame the dish boy. Always blame the dish boy, especially when he's not here. I'm back here, you know. Ah! Whoa. He really does sneak up on you. I know, it's creepy. Go away. Okay. So having been to Balticon, I have recorded some more fodder for these episodes, but... We still haven't gotten through everything we got from Balticon last year. (gasps) We still have... Well, we had our last panel in our May mid-month episode, so we're at least out of panels from last year's Balticon. Well, if it's not a panel, then what is it? How about a little seasoning? Ooh, my favorite. Yeah, this is the last interview we got at Balticon 49 last year, and this is with Skinner Co. of the Flash Pulp podcast. Yeah! I love them. Yay, Canada, friends. Yay, Canada. Here we go. Right, we are live at Balticon 49 with Oppo, Jamie, and Jert of the Flashpult Podcast. Hello. Hey. This is true. This is true. It's a, it's a Canada fest. I feel outnumbered. You are. It's okay. I You're feel safe. sticky. It must be all the maple syrup. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh. Be not careful. They're going to hit you with a hockey stick. Stereotypes. Okay. Now that we're done with that part. <laughs> Our bacon is delicious. <laughs> yes. Bring me the bacon. Anyway. Anyway. So... You're the one that does the writing for the, for the, for the flash pulp. And honestly, that's mostly what uh, at least I deal with. That's the voice actor sitting to my... I, I get that, writer. I get that, yeah. So one of the things I've been wanting to ask all our writers is what that you have written, published or unpublished, have you been most surprised to find yourself writing? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I recently put out an episode in which some... Mm, Oh, that's tough. I, without getting into too many details, we recently did an episode which was really dealing with mental health and uh, the sort of stigmas that surround that. And the rabbit hole we've gone down with Flashpulp has extended so far that I never expected 420 episodes in, this would be the topic that we're actually approaching. <laughs> so, yeah, I suppose that's it. Um, since what you do write is all this flesh, it is so short, do you find that you're not able to 
really connect or delve into a topic since you're writing in such a tiny form? I, it's interesting because on that same episode, I've, I've taken a uh, stab at sort of the same general topic a few times, and I feel like I fell short, but because I put out so many short individual stories... I get a few bites of the apple. It's not necessarily, if I felt like I didn't do a good job, well, you know, maybe a hundred episodes later, I have a different idea that I can hang the same sort of uh, background on and, and move forward and try it again. Well, my big question as far as writing goes is, what do you feel is your biggest strength as a writer? What do you feel you do best? Uh, I stick to the plots that I laid out because <laughs> I am... We always, well, when we realized we were going to be carrying Flash Pulp to the end, uh, when I laid down my actual plot outline, I realized it would be about 600 episodes. And at 600 episodes, that's a thousand words an episode, you're basically writing six novels to complete the universe. And you're trying to feed people the universe in tiny bites. Because each episode is its own contained universe. Like, you want people to just be able to feel like they can sit down, and if they haven't heard the first 400 or whatever, they can still understand what's going on. So it would have been very easy to lose the plot somewhere in that, in that way. And I've never felet the need to... Not pointing any fingers, George R. R. Martin. I've never, I've never felt the need to just keep spooling it out or change the idea that I backed with. I've, I've learned to stick to my knitting, as it were, and I carry it home. And consistency. Yeah, and consistency. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> and we also like to flip that question on its head. What would you say is your greatest weakness as a writer, and how have you striven to overcome it? Oh, oh. if I'm honest, it is being a uh, straight white guy and just understanding that I need to move outside that box. And it, it has been a slow thing, but the, the beauty of having multiple bites of the apple is being able to take feedback and, and work that back into it and come back to it. So it's, it's my greatest weakness, but it's also my greatest strength. Whoa. Oh, well, fancy. <laughs> it's like he's a writer. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Jeez, oh my god. Egos on these writers. <laughs> I know. It's like they're just, their heads are just so big. Yeah. And top of me. Okay, so we are going to move on to Oppo. Hey. Hi, Oppo. Hey. What? You want the voicing? The voicing. Yes. The voicing. Oh. Not, not, yes. When it, when it comes to your voice acting, what is your favorite thing to do? What your favorite type of character or um, just you, you get a certain something and it just makes you squee inside? There's Bunny the Perpetual Drunk Woman. Yes. there We have a, a, a character who is almost always drunk and uh, Jared e likes to uh, slip things in that I'm not expecting so, all of a sudden, wait, what's the rating on your podcast? We can adjust it if needed. Okay, because she'll slip a dog fucker in there or, you know, all sorts of things like that. And it's always really fun to see what she's going to come out with next. So, the excitement of what they're going and to the say. And the irony of it is that we generally... Bleep yeah, her. we bleep her too. But I, just always I, I put a bleep in the center, but I never cut out the word. I also I find it amusing when I put a bunch of alliteration in at oh, the same yeah. time to Does really yeah. make it work I'll just hear her yelling, "Why did you do this?" Because I'll edit too, and then I'll get to that part. I'll be like, "You did this on purpose." Yeah, that that leads to my next question. What What do you just hate doing? <laughs> um. It's, it's gotten a, a lot easier, actually, ever since I started using Google Drive, 
um, and it upgraded because now I can do different things. I used to color code all my editing, and then he'd have to remember the rainbow of rules. <laughs> it's gotten a lot easier now, so, uh, yeah. Having new editing rules, that's the best. <laughs> I'm not good at the tech questions. I'm still learning this shit. I'm probably not even shit. using. I'm probably not even using this right. The thing, <laughs> that, the thing that annoys me the most is uh, when I'll be like, I don't like the way that sounds. I don't want to say that. <laughs> Suggested to that he change it. And he won't. Or make sure sing in a particular like. Oh funny my voice. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah, I hate that. I don't yeah. like it when his character she sings. Hates it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rather than just bring this to a close, I'm going to ask, is there anything that you think that the fans of the Melting Podcast should know just about anything in, in general? Uh, Jamie not only does all the music for our show, she also has her own music that she composes and uh, puts on Maytunes? Yeah, we throw it on Maytunes.com, but we also throw it on Maytunes. Well, let's, let's plug that and just get where we can find all your shit. Uh, you can go to Maytunes.com or uh, just listen to our show because our themes and stuff at uh, Flashpulp.com and you can hear me sing ditties. <laughs> or Skinner.fm. Or on Facebook as Skinnerco. Or on Twitter. Or the Flash Mob on Facebook if you want to like just you know become our best friends. That's where you want to go. Or you can accost us in a hallway at Balticon. Yeah. Or just go to Canada. <laughs> we are everywhere in Canada. Yes, yes. yes. Everywhere. They, they are Canada. That's, that's a big everywhere. <laughs> it is. It is. He's a very large head. <laughs> well, well that is Skinner Co. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thank Thanks. you. I love those guys. They're great. They're more than great. They're awesome. They're awesome Canadians. You know what else is awesome? Um. Wait, I know this one. Um, when you don't step on a crack and break your mother's back? Okay, granted, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Ooh, 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 a banana split with extra whipped cream. Okay, that's also awesome. A Kindle full of ebooks that you haven't read yet, but that all got five stars and you know they're going to be awesome. That's awesome, too. A hot bath? You can stop now. Yes, ma'am. What I was going to say before I was so... Foxes! ...quintly interrupted, and there it was... What else is awesome is promos. 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 We should do one. Let's do a promo. Okay. From Michael R. Underwood, author of Geekomancy, Shield and Crocus, and more, comes Genre Knots, a science fiction adventure series in novellas. Fantasy, mystery, science fiction... We know these genres from TV and comics and more, but in Genre Knots, each genre is also a world unto itself, inhabited by archetypal characters and filled with the tropes we all know and love. When stories go off track, you send in the Genre Knots. This team of narrative specialists travels across dimensions to find, evaluate, and fix broken stories lest the ripples manifest as violence and upheaval in our own world. Struggling stand-up comedian Leah Tang is recruited to join the genre knots as stories are breaking at a record pace. Will she adapt to the bizarre and dangerous life of a genre knot, or will she end up as just another broken story? From May 9th to June 9th, 
Genre Knots is kickstarting a season one collected edition comprising all six novellas. Head to michaelrunderwood.com slash kickstarter today to back the campaign and help shape the future of Genre Knots. I love promoting other people, which is why we do promos. Yes. Yes. You're just going to keep saying yes to stuff, Aaron? No. Well, what if I said we have a mystery meal? Would you say yes or no to a mystery meal? I would say please and thank you. All right. We got a mystery meal. Keep in mind these are unedited, so you might hear cats jingling and sniffling and definitely us laughing and making comments and possible language but we take you know iconic scenes from classical literature and botch them with your help so here's this month's bon appetit hey guys it's time for a mystery meal it is time for a mystery meal and i'm hungry we just had dinner that's irrelevant boys (laughs) this scene is the creation of the monster in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And Frankenstein is the doctor, not the monster. Or is Frankenstein really the monster? Turns out it's man. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. It was on a dreary time of November. Um, Read that. Ah, that! (laughs) Was this your first time, Theo? No, that that's the first time. Ah! Anyway. And we're done. It was on a dreary February 29th, 2017, of November, <laughs> that I digested the accomplishment of my toils. <laughs> with, <laughs> with an anxiety that almost amounted to agony, collected the instruments of teabagging around me, yeah. <laughs> that I might scream a spark of being into the lifeless lemon that lay at my feet. <laughs> it was already 13 in the morning. <laughs> that is how I feel every morning. It doesn't exist. <laughs> the rain pattered morbidly against the panes, and my Vaseline was nearly burnt out. Well, somebody's been having fun. When, by the glimmer of the half-extinguished light, I saw the dull plaid eye of the creature open. (laughs) It thanked hard. (laughs) Well, it's alive now. It should say thank you. And a convulsive motion agitated its limbs. Okay. How can I describe my emotions at this catastrophe? Or how delineate the wretch whom with such infinite pains and care I had endeavored to form. His gizzards were in proportion. (laughs) Good. And I had selected... Do humans have gizzards? They do now. Okay. This one does. (laughs) And I had selected his features as frisky. Beautiful. By the hoary hosts of Hoggoth. His yellow frenulum scarcely covered the work of muscles and arteries beneath. Wait, I know of a couple different frenulums on the body. <laughs> hey. Which one are we talking about here? 
His hair was of a lustrous smurf blue <laughs> and flowing. <Cool>. His areolas <laughs> of a pearly whiteness. <laughs> but these luxuriances only formed a more fluid contrast with his watery eyes that seemed almost of the same color as the dun ultraviolet sockets in which they were set. But but they're dull plaid. <laughs> and now they're not. Apparently they're, they're mood eyes. He made it a morphomagus. It's like tongues. <laughs> <laughs> His orange complexion and straight black larynxes. So he's an Oompa Loompa Smurf? Smurf a Loompa? <laughs> yes. Oompa Murf? <laughs> The different terms and condition agreements of life are not so changeable as the mashed potatoes of human nature. I like potatoes. I had pontificated hard for nearly 42 years for the sole purpose of infusing life into an inanimate body. For this, I had deprived myself of asphalt and homo reptilians. I had what? desired it with an ardor that far exceeded moderation, but now that I had finished, the beauty of this dream vanished. His hissing horror and disgust filled my elbow. <laughs> For those of you listening at home, Theo just shook his elbow. Unable to endure the aspect of being that I had created, I liquefied out of the room. <laughs> so was he peeing everywhere? <laughs> Running around, pissing and shitting everywhere. <laughs> Continued a long time traversing the U-bend of a public toilet. <laughs> unable to compose my mind to sleep. <laughs> Why would you want to sleep? Oh, you're mounting Myrtle. <laughs> I can't. Uh, Myrtle's fine. U-bend. At length, lassitude succeeded to the tumult I had before endured. 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 And I dismembered myself on the bed in my clothes, endeavoring to seek a few moments of forgetfulness. But it was in vain. I died. Indeed, but I was disturbed by the wildest dreams. I thought I saw Julie Andrews in the bloom of health, walking in the streets of Area 52. Delighted and surprised, I scrambled her. But as I imprinted the first kiss on her lips, they became livid with the hue of death. Her features appeared to change, and I thought that I held the corpse of a, my dead mother in my arms. He's vehement about this. A katana enveloped her form, and I saw the fennel foxes crawling in the folds of the flannel. Fennel foxes. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know, fennel foxes are pretty funny too. I started from my sleep with horror. A cold dew covered my forehead. My kneecaps chattered and every limb became convulsed. The the limbs you dismembered earlier. <laughs> well, you died earlier too. I died. When, by the dim and camouflaged light of the moon, as it forced its way through the window shutters, I beheld the wretch. The radioactive monster whom I had created. He held up the tricorder of the bed. <laughs> and his eyes, if eyes they may be called, were fixed on me. His phalanges opened. Weeds. <laughs> Jazz hands. 
And the he monster f- made jazz hands. Is he doing the monster mash? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and he muttered some cyclopean sounds. While a grin wrinkled his cheeks. He might have spoken, but I did not hear. One toe was stretched out, seemingly to detain me. <laughs> but I escaped and defenestrated down the stairs. How? There's a window on the stairs. <laughs> I took refuge in the courtyard belonging to the house which I inhabited, where I remained during the rest of the night, rupturing up and down the great ad- in the great agitation, listening attentively catching and fearing each sound as if it were to announce the approach of the spiny corpse to which I had so miserably given life. <laughs> that was, um... The end. <laughs> that Quite was epic, a good darling. One. That was a good one. Yeah, you dismembered and you died in vain. Yeah, I, mean... I verbed that so hard. <laughs> February 29th, 2017 of November. (laughs) Sigh. So, dismembering himself. Dying, and then the story continues. That's talent right there. That and his weird calendar. Yeah, well, you know. That was fun. That was so I, I, I think they can tell that we had fun with that. I don't think we need to tell them that that one was fun. Good it? point. I always make good points. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Good point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really tired from the con. I mean, I just got back, so I need to go back to bed. Can we wrap this up? With a bow? Or... With prompts and oh. other stuff. Well, yeah, prompts. That makes sense. That would make a lot more sense than a bow, prompts. since it's audio. Yeah, you know? prompts, not a promo. Yes, that's that 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 would be true. Uh, so closing at the end of this month is prompt. <laughs> it's okay. Closing at the end of this month is prompt number eight. Aliens have given you a super sense. How do you use it? And not closing at the end of this month because it's new is prompt number nine. You wake up alone at night with bite marks on your legs. What's eating you? I can't wait to get some stories in on that one. Yeah, that that's one of my favorites that we've had. Yes. I like that a lot. I uh, do want to remind you, we have a Patreon. So if you are interested in helping support the podcast and getting some podcast swag, go check out patreon.com slash afgrappin. That's A-F-G-R-A-P-P-I-N for those of you who don't know how to spell my last name. It is a little bit odd. It's rapping with the G at the front. I mean, come on. Anybody? There's nobody here. No. No. That, 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 that would be a microphone in front of you. Well, do you mean our fans can't reply through it in real time? Thank God they can't. You know what? If you're listening to this, you just yell your response. I'm going to ask again. You guys with me? I feel like Dora the Explorer. No, I'm not responding to that. Yeah. Okay. A little bit Disney Channel there. Yeah. What did you learn today, Aaron? You're weird. <laughs> but then again, I learn that every day I'm with you, so, you know. Yeah. Aren't you glad I'm home? No. And on that note, guys, I think we're done today. 
All done. All done. We're so all done. I'm so delirious. <laughs> Go to bed. Okay. You gonna tell him to send us stuff? As if you haven't said it enough already when you've seen people. No, but it helps to remind them, you know, on the record. Okay. So don't forget, everybody. Send us stuff. And we'll use it to... Feed them ass. Thank you for listening to The Melting Podcast. You can check out our website with submission guidelines and current prompts at... TheMeltingPodcast.com You can also find us on Twitter at MeltingPodcast or you can email us TheMeltingPodcast at gmail.com The Melting Podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means you're free to copy it and share it as long as you don't change it, don't sell it, and always link back to the website. Sound effects are by the Free Sound Project. And our theme is by Drew Rich Creek.